This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. Have you ever wanted to be famous? To have thousands of people in a crowd cheering as you sing a pop song or, or shot the winning goal? Maybe you'd like to write a book that sells thousands or be a world-famous inventor. Now, Pilar was a bit like this. In fact, she was all of this. Since she was little, she had a funny feeling that she was destined for something great. If she could only figure out what that great thing was. You've got a big head, her brother Sam told her on more than one occasion. It doesn't hurt to have a dream, does it? Said a voice from the next room. This was from Nana, who was in the kitchen, making pudding. Thank you, Nana, she shouted back, although Peeler did think it would be convenient if she could work out exactly what her so-called dream was about. When she daydreamed, she usually skipped to the endings, where there was applause and bouquets and crowds shouting her name. She tried to write a book once, but ran out of steam after a few pages. It was going to be about some school kids who lived on another planet and got into trouble doing, well, she couldn't really think of anything else. Maybe they could solve mysteries. But it turned out coming up with mysteries was more difficult than solving them. She thought that J.K. Rowling probably didn't fizzle out as quickly as that. She loved to sing, and one year there had been auditions for choir. She put herself forward, thinking perhaps this is where she could shine. She even got a place. She tried to remember why she didn't go to choir anymore and then remembered the lessons were at the same time as her favourite TV programme, and for some reason that was more important and she'd just given up. She felt a bit worried that perhaps she gave up too easily sometimes. Maybe it would be ballet. She had ballet classes, and so she wondered perhaps she could be a ballet superstar. Imagine the orchestra playing as she leapt and twirled on the stage and the shower of roses from the audience at the end. She decided to try extra hard to impress the teacher. The lessons were held in a room attached to the local library, and so, the following Monday evening, Pilar made sure her uniform leotard was immaculate, and her shoes tied perfectly. She asked Mum to tie her hair in a bun, and not let one single wisp be out of place. Looking at herself in the mirror, she felt a thrill. It didn't last long. Okay, class, everyone at the bar, please. Come on, Pilar, don't dawdle. And please, can we have a little grace in our deportment? We're not a herd of elephants. Look at Amy. Look how gracefully she moves. She felt her heart sink, and as the lesson went on, whilst she enjoyed herself, she knew she couldn't dance quite as well as Amy. She had to admit... Amy had been dancing a lot longer since she was tiny and she even had extra classes in the week. Whilst Pilar would quite like to be a famous ballet dancer, she didn't fancy the extra classes. Maybe ballet wasn't how she would find her fame. The following week, an advert in the library caught her eye. TV Junior Chef of the Year, apply now! That sounded interesting. And more importantly, like it could be something to make you famous. She read on. Send in your best recipe with a picture, and if it makes the cut, you'll be invited to try out for this exciting television series where the winner will be given a cooking show of their own. (laughs) Wow. The chance to not only win a competition, but to be on television too and get a show all of her own? She had to apply. Mum wasn't keen. I'm not sure being on television at your age is such a good idea she said, 
Dad was more excited, and in the end, they agreed she could give it a shot. But what recipe to use? Peeler poured through the family recipe books, looking for just the right showstopper. Jellies, stews, fruit pies, casseroles, beautiful cakes and wobbly-looking stacks of goodness knows what for a posh starter. I mean, it looked pretty good, but not as good as... Nana's puddings. The one she called her Spanish recipe was the nicest of them all. Nana, she shouted, can you show me how to make your lemon pudding, the the Spanish lemon pudding? It's the tastiest thing that I can think of. Well, if you like, it's only a lemon pudding though, Pilar, and I'm not exactly Gordon Ramsay, but Pilar didn't care, and so it began. Gran wrote out the recipe because it wasn't in a book, it had been in her head, as told to her by her own mother, and most likely the mother that came before. Ingredients were simple. Egg, butter, flour, milk and lemons. The trick was in making a custard before adding the flour, Nana said, and to cook the pudding in something called a bain-marie, which is baking inside a dish, which is baking a dish inside a bigger dish of hot water. Pilar listened eagerly and began to practice. Pudding after pudding began to appear in the kitchen as Pilar honed her skills. The family at first were delighted to have more puddings, but in time, well, it was getting a bit much. Why don't I take these to the care home up the road, said Mum one day. I remember Nana made the very same dish for the Harvest Festival one year, and they loved it. Pilar wasn't really listening. So intent was she on perfecting Nana's sponge. It helped that it was the school holiday, and she found herself leaping out of bed, which wasn't like her at all. The better for her to get to the kitchen and perfect her baking. She also began to make some changes, using lime or orange instead of the lemons. And cake after cake was delivered to the care home, where if you listen closely, much contented munching could be heard. Even her brother Sam had to admit Pilar seemed to have found something that she not only liked to do, but was good at. Perhaps she stood a chance after all for fame and fortune. Finally, after many weeks of furious baking, she got Dad to take the perfect picture, typed up the recipe, and uploaded it to the competition website. The days passed like treacle whilst the family waited for the results. Pilar could hardly sleep on the day of the announcement and pressed refresh on the website so many times her mum told her to stop or the key would fall off. And then the page appeared with the winners. But where was Pilar's name? It's not there, she said, sadly. I'm not even a runner-up. Pilar's heart sank. If she couldn't shine in this competition, where she had really tried her best and come up with something amazing, well, how would she ever be famous? Mum gave her a big hug and said she had got an email that might just cheer her up. Pilar couldn't think of what on earth it could be. There's nothing she wanted more to have won that competition to stand a chance of being on television. It was too painful to think about now. Look, there's a journalist from the local paper who's got in touch. Seemed the residents of the care home have been telling him about their pudding angel. Pudding what? While all those puddings you used for practice, they went to a very good home and the residents wanted everyone to know how grateful they are. The journalist wants to put you in the paper and on the news website. Really? 
It was true. A nice woman with a camera came to Pilar's house the very next day and asked her lots of questions. Together, they walked to the care home, and when they walked through the reception area, Pilar was astonished to see the residents clapping and smiling as she came in. As more pictures were taken, they said how much they'd enjoyed the puddings and how it had cheered them up on a gloomy winter's evening to have something so nice to look forward to. Pilar felt her heart mend and then burst with pride when she realised how happy she had made the folk, and all without realising she had, or even trying to, she'd been too busy thinking about winning the competition, something which didn't seem as important now as it had before. The article went live on the news website the following day, and Pilar was bombarded with calls from her friends and mum's friends and dad's friends, all congratulating her on her success. When the paper news came through the door, she proudly cut the article out and put it in a frame. It was a funny sort of way to be famous. It wouldn't last for long, and it's not like it involved crowds screaming her name or millions of pounds in royalties, but maybe it was enough. She had really enjoyed baking, and she knew that she wouldn't stop now. And she would always have the pudding recipe to hand. Well, if she wanted to shine just a little. And that's the story of Pilar and the Spanish lemon pudding. If you'd like to try Pilar's actual recipe for yourself, you can find it on the Fun Kids website. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. All right. um, It's got some amazingly pink and white flowers. The leaves look quite kind of like um, kind of furry, you know what I mean? It's a warm spring day in late March, and ever since the leaves have started to come out, Roby Joe has been wondering why some trees lose their leaves and some don't, and also like how the trees know when it's time to shed their leaves. To find out, join us on the conversations Curious Kids wherever you get your podcasts.